Today, we're talking about getting a new dog, how to prepare for a new dog, whether you're ready for a new dog. We're tackling both mental and emotional and physical, everything you need. I got you. I have a dog. I've learned so much on my journey with her, and I can't wait to share what I've learned with you guys and to just help you guys prepare for that new doggy that's coming into your life real soon. Hey guys, what's up? It's your girl Genesis Michaela. I am an actress, entrepreneur, and student for life. And you are listening to an episode of My Sis Genesis. This podcast is dedicated to any millennial out there who is struggling in the area of adulting. Oh, and a little disclaimer. I do not have it all together. And that's okay. This podcast welcomes the perfectly imperfect. I want to share both my struggles and my successes with you. And I want to hear about yours as well. So, if you're ready, let's figure this thing called life out together. Hey guys, what is up? It's your girl, Genesis Michaela, and we are back for the sixth episode of My Sis Genesis. Wow. Again, can't believe it's been six episodes. That's like crazy. But um, yeah, how are you guys doing? What's going on? Um, shout out to you guys for supporting the Instagram, My Sis Genesis Podcast. I see y'all. And for supporting my Instagram, at Jen McKay. I see y'all. I see y'all. Um, but um, yeah, things have still been crazy. You know, quarantine, self-isolation, all of that. Uh, but we're here. We're here living life. It's crazy because you would think that there would be, like, massive amounts of, like, changed hearts and things like that. But you know what I've noticed over this whole pandemic is that people, if you look close enough, people will show you exactly who they are. And it's who they've always been. And it's just like really clear during these times. And it just, it just makes you, me, just look at the people, some of the people in my life differently and just kind of at this point place them in a a boundary lane where it's like, okay, I see how you move in a pandemic. I see how you move out of a pandemic and I see how you move in a pandemic and I see how you are in general and I see that the love is not always real. And so, yeah, I, I think if anything, guys, get clear on who you have around you, who you talk to, and just see if they're who you really want in your space. Okay, so let's get into the one thing that I absolutely cannot live without this week. This week, I definitely cannot live without this dog treat. It's a dental treat that I give to my dog, Charlie. I've been giving it to her for a few years now. It's um, called Vet IQ Mentees, M-I-N-T-I-E-S. Yes. And it's really good. It just seems like she's able to digest it really well and it cleans her teeth and she has good, like, kissable breath because she loves to give kisses. Um, 
So yeah, I would say definitely check that out. I'll link it in the show notes. You can order some. You can even get them from Target. Um, I've gotten some from Walmart before. They're just really good. And I get the tiny ones because my dog is small, but they have larger sizes as well. But yeah, check it out. Minties for your dog's breath. Get that breath right. Get yourself a kissable pup. All right, so let's dive into our topic for today. I don't know why I always say it like that. Our topic for today. So today we are going to be talking about how to prepare for a dog. How to prepare for a new pup, okay? How to adjust your lifestyle and get all the things that you need that you may not even know that you need. I'm going to help you out. I got you. I got you. I got you. But first... I need you to do something super important. I need you to answer three questions before you even get your new pup, okay? Three questions. You ready? Good. Okay, so question number one. Why do you want a dog? really like why do you really want a dog just insert really into each of these three questions do you want it for companionship that'll you know help to support your mental and emotional health do you want one because everyone else has one and you've always wanted one since you were little are you getting a new dog because you think it might help you get over a dog that you may have had that passed away Are you just super passionate about rescuing shelter dogs because the shelters are just uh, so overpopulated? Really think about why do you want a dog? That's question number one. Question number two, can you afford a dog? Can you really afford a dog? So on the low end, dogs can cost at least $1,000 a year. Okay, and so if your dog lives for about 10 to 15 years, that's like over $10,000 to $15,000 to support a dog. So are you really able to invest that much money into a new puppy, a new pet, a new pup? Can you really afford a dog? That's question number two. Question number three, does your current lifestyle support dog ownership does your current lifestyle really support dog ownership so dogs are like babies except you can actually leave them for long periods of time and go and live your best life run errands do all those type of things and they'll probably be home fine at home by themselves right but like babies Healthy dogs require visits to, well, babies don't require visits to the vet, but visits to the doctor. They need to go to the doggy doctor. So they need to go to the vet to get shots. They need to go for just yearly checkups. They need to go and get medicine, all types of things, emergencies. They need to go to the groomer because you don't want your dog looking at being out here looking crazy like Charlie's looking kind of crazy during the quarantine and she's about to go get groomed soon. But anyway, dogs need food and water. Dogs need to go on walks and they need to play with someone. They need that interaction. They need education. Like 
training you know they have to learn the rules of your home they have to learn how to have like good doggy manners and so like they can be good citizens and stuff outside of the home so it's just so much that you have to put into your dog if you want a really healthy pup you know um and so back to does your current lifestyle style support dog ownership are you a student Maybe you don't have time for a dog running in between classes, doing this and that. Maybe you're in grad school. It's just a lot. You want to go out. You don't want to have to think about a dog. You want to be spontaneous. Maybe it's that. Maybe you have roommates who are allergic to dogs. So you definitely, your life's current lifestyle does not support dog ownership unless you want to have some roommate beef. And we definitely don't want that. And maybe your space is just too small for the dog that you're wanting to get. So if you're wanting to adopt like a German Shepherd and you live in like a studio apartment, it could work. But is it going to be something that you're going to be okay with? Are you going to be able to walk your dog and take your dog on walks and runs so that they don't have pent up energy and they're just like all in your tiny space and you know what maybe you don't feel like thinking about the day-to-day needs of another living being other than yourself and that is totally fine guys like we're in our 20s or younger or maybe we're a little bit older and even if we're like 50 60 maybe we just don't feel like having a dog that's my mom she's like (laughs) I I love dog like I love dogs I love Charlie but like if I had to walk Charlie and all that kind of stuff that would just not be I'm not trying to do all that and I'm like I get it I get it mom I get it that's why I do all that (laughs) so really just take the time to answer those three questions super thoroughly why do you want a dog can you afford a dog does your current lifestyle support dog ownership answer those questions truthfully and I I promise you like being real with yourself now will save you a lot of stress and money and time and energy in the long run so thank me later but if you answered yes to the three questions I mentioned above let's move into how to actually start physically preparing for your new fur baby. Okay, so I went ahead and created a list of essential items that you're going to need just right out the gate. So first things first, you're going to need a leash. So leashes come in so many different sizes, but I recommend starting with a basic four foot or a six foot leash because when you're working with a new dog, it is best, in my opinion, to keep the dog as close to you as possible for everyone's safety, including other dogs. So until you've established like a certain level of trust and communication with your dog, I wouldn't recommend getting anything longer than like a four foot or a six foot leash. Next, it's important to get a flat collar. So a flat collar is the collar that goes around your dog's neck, clearly, but it's the one that you see in like all the cute little commercials and stuff like PetSmart, Chewy, that's the collar that you see in any picture you've ever seen with a, a, of a dog and it buckles like a belt or it clips kind of like a seatbelt. The one I have for Charlie clips like a seatbelt so it's super easy for me to just put on and it's good to go. Uh, in terms of fitting your dog for your, for the collar, make sure that you can fit two fingers between your dog's neck and the collar and make sure that you're able to move the collar around 
uh, with ease. You don't want it to be too tight, but you definitely don't want it to be choking your dog. So make sure you can have those two fingers in between the dog's neck and between the collar and make sure you're able to twist it without too much struggle. If you need some help with that, the people at PetSmart are pretty great at helping you fit collars and really a lot of that Q&A stuff. I feel like they hire a lot of people that are really animal lovers and so they love interacting with the dogs but of course with like the COVID situation um uh, feel free to just like hit me up you can just like send me a picture or a video on dm on instagram or something and just show me like what you're doing or if you have questions just hit me up there um I have, you guys know I have the podcast page my sis genesis podcast so hit me up on there I'll put that in the show notes and yeah, I'll help you out. The next thing that I need you to get is an ID tag. This is super important in case your dog gets lost or any other type of situations where they just want to make sure this is your dog or whatever. So you want to have your dog's name on the ID tag. You want to have your phone number on the ID tag. You want to have your email address on the ID tag, or you can use your home address if you're comfortable with that, or you could use like your vet's address too. On Charlie's ID tag, I put her microchip number, and so a microchip is basically like this chip that they put inside the dogs before you rescue them and it's just like it's like having a barcode for your dog so if your dog is lost then they'll be able to know like oh this dog has a microchip and they'll be able to scan it and then all of your information and the information about the dog should pop up so yeah I always put their microchip I put my dog's microchip number on her ID tag in case she gets lost at least they know like just from the tag alone that she's microchipped and so they can bring it to a vet and they'll be able to scan it and then they'll be able to return her to me so very important okay so you definitely need some dog food I would say just get the dog food from the shelter or what whoever the previous owners were and then you can like wean them off of the wean them off of the the food they were eating into the new food that you want them to eat. Definitely consult a vet or and or the internet to make sure that you're like doing it properly, read the instructions on the bag, all that jazz, but you're definitely going to need food for your dog, right? Um you're going to need a food and a water bowl for sure. You're going to need doggy treats. Treats are really great for training your dog and for bonding with your dog. Dogs like treats. That's just period. They like treats and most dogs like toys. I've met a dog that didn't like toys and I was shocked, but he liked treats though. So definitely get some treats for your doggy. It's going to help you (laughs) for sure. And then speaking of toys, you want to get toys because they're good for training, they're good for exercise, and they're good for boredom because dogs get bored too. So definitely go get some uh, toys. I find that the most affordable toys that I've gotten are from Marshalls and TJ Maxx, I want to say, and I think Ross has some toys. I don't remember if I got some from Ross, but definitely Marshalls. They have a whole dog section of toys and they're super high quality and they're really affordable and treats too. They have really great treats for half the price that you will find at like the big department stores. Okay, so you're definitely going to need a dog poop bag dispenser because dogs poop and you have to pick it up okay so you can get the ones that clip right onto the dot the handle of the leash that you're gonna have and then make sure you get some poop bags to go in the 
poop dispen- poop bag dispenser. Um, this is just super important because until you accidentally step in another dog's poop that somebody left, you might not understand that this is so disgusting and like you don't even want your dog stepping in it and you don't even want your dog sniffing it. Just pick up your dog's poop, please. I know sometimes we might run out of bags on our walks and we're like, dang it, why'd you poop twice? But it's like, okay, then, okay. But then maybe just try to go back in a few hours or the next day and pick up where you know exactly that your dog pooped right there. Um, yeah, please pick up your dog's poop. Thank you. That's just like a public service announcement. Pick up your dog's poop. Okay, great. Next, I think it's important for you to get a crate. I say crate. I don't say cage. Cage sounds so e. It just sounds like prison-y and stuff, but a crate is like it's a crate. It's like their home. So if you didn't know, dogs are den animals. So they go to sleep, they hide out, they raise families, and they go for safety in their dens that they create out in the wild. And so that's the same thing for a crate. A crate isn't this cage unless you make it a cage. It's just a place for them to like get away from all of the like extraness of people okay so it's important to treat the crate like a happy place if you will so never throw them in the crate because you're upset I'm not gonna lie I've done this before I didn't throw them but I was just like get in a crate now and and she got in a crate but she did some bad stuff but anyway don't do that you want them to want to go in the crate you want them to know like okay crate just means calm down be cool um so speaking of making the crate a happy place I would say to get a bed that fits the crate, a doggy bed that fits the crate, and I would say like a light blanket that fits the crate Um, because that's their like home away from like your big home. Uh, Right now, actually, Charlie's in the crate taking a nap while I'm recording this episode, but yeah, she's perfectly fine. I, she was actually asleep before I came in here to do it, but um, yeah, it's just a really good place. It could be a good place for them to sleep at night or while you're at work or if you're like trying to potty train it's really good because every time well that's a whole other episode in terms of like potty training your dog using the crate it's a whole thing but um yeah I'll be sure to link the crate that I have uh from Amazon and I'll link this article that I found about crate training and it's a really good one so yeah I'll link that in the show notes The next thing that I think it's important to have is dog cleaning cloths. So dog cleaning cloths are basically the equivalent of baby wipes, but for dogs. So once you rescue your dog, hopefully you're rescuing. If you rescue your dog and they they probably just got neutered or spayed, or maybe not, maybe they've been that way, but regardless, they're probably going to smell bad and there might be situations if they did just get neutered or spayed or had some type of surgery or anything like that, that they won't be able to go to the groomers for some time. So it's important to be able to kind of clean them up, um, makes them smell a little bit better than how they smelled at the shelter. And so I would definitely recommend getting dog cleaning cloths and doggy dry shampoo and doggy leave-in conditioning spray. I get all of my stuff for the ma- for the most part from Marshalls. They have just so much, so many great name brand products for half the price that you would find at the department store so I get a lot of my stuff from there um you could of course get it from PetSmart and Walmart has some 
uh, some some brands that I've used before too in the dog section, of course. Um, but yeah, make sure you're using all dog products. Don't use human products on your dog. No baby wipes on your dog. No real regular shampoo on your dog. Like dog products only. That's just a major key. Okay. All right. So there are tons of other things that you're definitely going to need when you get your new pup and or before you get your new pup. And so I just think it's important that you know exactly what you need, which is why I went ahead and created a free downloadable new dog owner checklist. Yeah, I did that. I did that for you. So this is a resource that I totally wish I had before I became a dog parent and even after just buying things as I was going. So be sure to click the link in the show notes and go download your free checklist and enjoy your new doggy. And if you just got a new dog and you're using the checklist, post just post a picture of your dog and like hashtag it like MSG like msg dogs like i i feel like that'd be super cute so yeah and show me a picture of your checklist print it out show me a picture of you shopping with your checklist and it's gonna be a whole it's gonna be a whole thing but i hope this really helps you to prepare for your dog okay guys it's been real omg you made it to the end of the show thanks so much for tuning in as always i had such a good time talking to you if you had as much fun as i did please let me know by giving me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and by leaving me a review. I really want to know what you're thinking. Let me know how I can give you more of what you need, okay? And don't you dare forget to subscribe. This way, you'll never, ever, ever, ever miss a show. Follow me on IG at Jen McKay. And honestly, just click on the link in the show notes for any and everything else. Okay, love you. Bye.